0: It's the Lockdown Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. you are locked on Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Rupin. Thank you so much for tuning in on a Thursday. A lot to get to, including an update, injury update on your boy Tyler Eifert, and uh, so much more. I'm James Rupin on Twitter at James jamesrupin at locked on bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, AudioBoom.com. Also, the iHeartRadio app. And if you miss yesterday's podcast, go back and listen. I talked to AJ McCarron one on one and uh, had a big announcement. Plus, John Ross talked about his fumble. I asked him about that and uh, so much more. So make sure you check it out. It's been a great week of shows. And uh, it's been a big week for the Locked On Podcast Network for Locked On Bengals. As you know, if you listen to yesterday's podcast, lockedonbengals.com is up, it's running. Bookmark it, favorite it, subscribe, whatever the hell you do to keep it locked on your computer so you can go to LockedOnBengals.com, do it. And I certainly appreciate it. And I want to welcome in uh, or or give a a nice welcome, a shout out to a guy I've worked with in the past and uh, a guy who's going to contribute. He will join me uh, later. I'll get him on the podcast. But Josh Kirkendall, who, if you're a Bengals fan, if you're familiar with Bengals blogs, I know he has his own blog as well. He will be contributing to... Locked has a really good article up right now about Gino Atkins, and uh, it, it's definitely worth, there's video, there's pictures, and uh, just a really good breakdown stats of Gino Atkins, and uh, he wrote it uh, earlier today for LockedOnBengals.com, so he's going to be contributing. I'm also happy to say that Joe Goodberry, a, a voice you hear on this podcast, he writes for other sites, he will be contributing to LockedOnBengals.com. So I know a lot of you listen for Joe's insight. I know it. And that's why he's a guy I had to get. Uh, so I'm excited to have Josh on the team. I'm excited to have a guy like Joe Goodberry on the team. And there are many others that we are finalizing things with, getting them in order. But, uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things where in the next week or so, locked on Bengals is we're going to get into a rhythm and everything's going to be going at LockedOnBengals.com right now. Just kind of assembling the roster, getting the, the team together. And uh, it's it's certainly an exciting time. And there there will be content, there will be articles, every podcast is posted on lockdownbangles.com. There's links on iTunes, iHeart, etc. So just just check it out. Let us know what you think of the design. You can always email me, JamesRpine at ESPN 1530.com. Also, by the way, just a quick mention, give us a review on iTunes, and you can enter a contest, basically a drawing to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. It's a $39 value, thirty-nine ninety-nine for that subscription. You get it for free. All you got to do is go to iTunes and subscribe, uh, or subscribe, uh, go to iTunes, Review Locked on Bengals, leave your Twitter handle, and you'll enter to win. We're giving one away per week. So thank you for all the kind words. I, I looked at the reviews the other day, and it's certainly, certainly appreciated. So there's a game this Sunday. And this Sunday is going to be a, a big game for a variety of reasons, and you're going to hear uh, a few things from Dave Lapham on this podcast because it doesn't get any bigger, doesn't get any better than Dave Lapham talking Bengals. I mean, if you're a Bengals fan and you know you've heard Dave Lapham on this podcast, I've interviewed him. And he was talking earlier this week. We actually put part of this up, uh, his thoughts on Joe Mixon. I put that up at bengals.com. Uh, There's written quotes there as well, so you can check that out. But there are a few quotes that I liked, and this is from Bengals line. Uh, He was on with Lance McAllister every Monday, 700 WLW. Uh, A link to this on LockedOnBengals.com. And here's Dave Lapham, very simple, on Ken Zampezi being fired and what it means. And I think that this kind of backs up what we've talked about all week and uh, can – is worth a listen, and then we can talk about the future and what we're going to see on Sunday. Here's Dave Lapham earlier this week on Ken Zampese being fired.
0: Historically bad. Um, you know, two home games, eight quarters without a touchdown. 1939 Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I was kidding. You might as well go up to uh, Green Bay and wear a leather helmet with no face mask to honor the record you just tied. I mean, you're going back into the prehistoric days of football. So I think, I think with that said, and, and not only to me, I mean – all kinds of people were contacting me. They looked flat. They looked disinterested. They looked this, looked that. To me, what they looked was overburdened with information, TMI, too much information, confused at times, like just sluggish with overload of, of data. So, you know, hopefully that they, they simplify that and they, they free their minds like I was talking about earlier. Ken Zampizzi is a great person, great human being, great family. His dad's a legendary coach loves the game of football is a football genius but you know again not everybody can get to the trigonometry level of football i mean a lot of the guys you're coaching they're not going to they're not going to be at that level so you have to you can't put so much in that you kind of you know a professor at a class has to come down to the level that his students are they're not at the level the professor is necessarily so i think i think that's the thing that has to happen is is you know, they didn't look like they were playing fast because quite honestly, sometimes they weren't. You know, I, I've never seen Andy Dalton misreads that he missed. I mean, Andy, on the play where Tyler Eifert stepped out of bounds and then stepped back in the field of play and caught the touchdown pass that was disallowed because you can't be the first person to touch the ball when you stepped out of bounds. A.J. Green is running a crossing route wide open the whole mm. time. Gets in mm. front of Andy Dalton. Andy, like, waves him to go block. But he never saw him coming across the football field. And that's not Andy-like. When he had his sack uh, strip fumble against Baltimore that Suggs had, they ran a pick play, rub, that was as effective as that Baltimore ran for a touchdown. LaFell went out and ran his route. Running back came in underneath him, walks into the end zone. Andy is is zeroed in on Tyler Eifert. He's going to get the ball to Tyler and never sees it. So, you know, Andy has not played well. The offensive line has not played well. Nobody has played well. But the thing is, you know, in the in the organization's mind, it started with the guy who is responsible for putting it together and then teaching it and letting it, you know, trickle down. So they went right to the head and took the head of the snake. And hopefully the snake heals and, uh, you know, it's a new day and the snake reboots and the snake becomes a rattlesnake instead of a little gardener snake that's wiggling around doing nothing.
1: Doing nothing is a good way to put it. And... That's Dave Lapham. You're going to hear more from him in just a second. But doing nothing is a good way to put it. And, my God, I'm on here talking about how I expect this offense to average 30 points a game. They can't score a damn touchdown. So the Bengals have made me look like a fool. Uh, But I don't think it needs to be that way. I, I think that the offense i said this on this podcast a ton, and I love that Lapham said it. This offense doesn't need to be rocket science. Dave Lapham agrees.
0: They, they can't load the box against your running game when you have John Ross on the field with A.J. Green. If they put a safety in the box and you got those two guys on the outside and you only have one safety back, somebody's <laughs> cooking somebody. Yep. I mean, that's that's elementary. They You don't have to be a, a football Einstein to figure that out. That's, that's what Hugh was so good. Andy Dalton ended up just counting the box. When he was doing the run-pass option, it was like five in the box, I'm going to put it in the belly. Six in the box, I'm throwing the sucker. You know, it, it was it wasn't rocket science. It was elementary one plus one equals two math. I mean simple stuff. Get back to where the quarterback makes simple reads, simple decisions. Nothing wrong with Andy Dalton doing the zone read with Joe Mixon. Are you kidding me? You know, and Andy's smart enough to get down. Andy Andy he's remember the touchdown he scored against Pittsburgh on the zone read? Yep. Remember other plays he made on the zone read? Here, and, and uh, the first team I saw do it in, in the Big 12 was Missouri. They did a zone read, and at the end, the quarterback popped up and threw the ball down the field instead of like a triple option where it's, you know, dive, hold it, or pitch, dive, run it, or, oh, throw it down the field. Now they still have to cover the whole field, and it gives you running lanes. I mean, Andy Dalton, Joe Green, uh, A.J. Green, Joe Mixon, I. Uh, <laughs> All of them are capable of executing those kind of simple things. Put the pressure on the defense. They have to make a decision. Instead of playing defensive offense, play offensive offense.
1: All right, let's do one more on Dave Lapham or from Dave Lapham. And this one is one that we talked about. Hell, John Ross joined the podcast yesterday, talked with him in the Bengals locker room. You guys know I'm a John Ross guy. But let's say I wasn't. Let's say because I think we're split. I think a lot of Bengals fans wanted a lineman. Uh, Some of you during the draft wanted a pass rusher, but it seems like pass rushing is pretty good uh, for this Bengals. The, the, The two guys they got, Willis and Lawson, are certainly giving them a boost. But let's say you're not a fan of John Ross. You still want him to succeed if you're a Bengals fan. In letting him fumble, not letting him fumble, but when he fumbled, not getting him back in the game to get him a touch, It's not something I agreed with. I don't think you agreed with it. Hell, Dave Lapham didn't agree with it.
0: They ran the play that John Ross fumbled on again with Alex Erickson. And so Ken Zampezi basically put put John Ross on mothballs. And Trumpy, myself, anybody that's played, worst thing you can do. Hunt is leading the NFL in, in rushing. His first carry fumbled. Kansas City didn't say, you know, you're done. Here, come sit next to us. He's leading the NFL. In, uh, in rushing yards and, and scrimmage yards. The guy scored three touchdowns. I mean, the Patriots put the helmet on the ball, you know, strip it out of there. You know, they, Andy Reid didn't like, oh. I mean, he, he ended up winning the game for him, basically. John Ross, there's no worse feeling than the only play that you had in the game, Oh, you cost your team. So to have a rookie... Go home that night and think nothing but that. When he's, and John Ross, it, it means a lot to him. John Ross is a smart guy, a dedicated guy. You had to go. You had to go back to him right away. It's like a rookie receiver drops his first pass. You go back to him right away. Trumpy and I said the same thing. You cannot let that young guy finish that game thinking, "crap." Look what I did to our football team. And I thought he handed himself very well in the locker room afterwards yep. saying, I yep. can't let this define me. It can't be my only moment. I, he's, a, he's a sharp kid. And I'll tell you, Lance, you know, his speed mm. is is real. His speed will make defenses back up.
1: That's Dave Lapham on Bengals line. Look, his speed is legit. It's going to make defenses back up if you use him right. And uh, so basically you heard Dave Lapham say offense isn't rocket science. That he would have put John Ross back in the game. Oh, and by the way, the reason uh, Ken Zampezi is fired. That's what we got so far in today's podcast. And I want to discuss how this offense could, could, not only keep them in the game, give them a chance to win this week. But first, a word from my bookie. My bookie, I used it last week, and I've used it since we've talked about it. Because I'm not a big, I'll be honest, I'm going to be very clear with you. I'm not a big bettor. I've been to Vegas twice. Haven't bet much. I've thrown down a few dollars here, a few dollars there on some NBA games, some NFL games. But my bookie makes it easy. They've been in the business for years. Their reputation is rock solid. That's why we let them sponsor this podcast. They do 100% cash bonuses. So right off the bat, with promo code LO Bengals, you deposit 50 bucks. You're going to get 100% cash bonus in return. You know who's going to win. Lay down some cash. Win big today. I did this past weekend with a three-team parlay. You can too. It's been good to me. It can be good to you. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. You win and they pay. They have in-game betting, live betting, most rewarding player perks in the business, and an all-new mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. You can do it right from your smartphone. Join now. MyBookie's going to match your deposit with up to 100% bonus. Use promo code LOBENGALS to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Again, that's mybookie.ag. Use promo code LOBENGALS. You play, you win, you get paid. I'm James Rpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you subscribe, iTunes, iHeartRadio, the Audioboom.com uh, as well, the Audioboom app, and... Check out LockedOnBengals.com. But I look at this team. I look at where they're at, what they're doing, and it's obvious, very clear to me, that this team needs to find a way to get the ball in the hands of Joe Mixon. Dave Lapham talked about it. You can check that out at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm going to talk about it right now. How in the hell, as an offense, have you not scored a touchdown? I don't know, but now you're 0-2. What do you do against Aaron Rodgers on the road, Green Bay? You keep him off the field. Your defense is good. Your defense is playing really well. They're still going to get beat by Aaron Rodgers some on Sunday. So if you keep them on the field, keep them fresh. You pound the rock with Joe Mixon. You use your weapons. Put John Ross in a position to succeed. You don't have to hand the ball off to him. He can catch two. You heard Dave Lapham. Put A.J. on one side, John Ross on the other. Tyler Eifert, by the way, expected... I would say expected to be out. Look, he didn't practice today. Marvin said his status is up in the air. It's Thursday. Usually if you don't practice on a Thursday, you don't play. Very rarely do they. So tomorrow will be the defining day. We will do a podcast tomorrow to keep you updated. We'll have the latest on LockedOnBengals.com. Ultimately, I think this team needs to just use A.J. Green, John Ross, Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard. It's that simple. It's that simple for me. So we'll see exactly what they do. Uh, but but that's what I'm looking at. That's how I feel. And uh, you can email me, by the way. James Erpine at ESPN1530.com. On Twitter, at Erpine at LockedOnBangles. Just let me know what you think they need to do to get a win. I'll have some keys to victory tomorrow. Work on some audio as well. And, man, it's great to have you. It's great to have you. I just think they have to get the ball to their playmakers. It sounds simple. But hell, Dave Lapham said it. It doesn't have to be rocket science. Get it done, Bengals. At the bare minimum, they got to have a good showing. Maybe not win, but have a good showing. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast.